Hey everyone, it's Pacific. Uh, just a few quick notes, and then this week's episode. First, um, some changes coming to our Patreon, uh, namely at the $10 tier. Uh, if you're now a Patreon at $10 or above, you can get your name in the episode. And I don't just mean in the credits. I actually mean in the episode. We'll name a character after you, and that character will uh, die or find something crazy or uh, go mad and run into the night screaming or who knows what. Um, and we actually just finished our first batch. So this October, uh, keep an ear out. You'll be hearing the names of your fellow listeners who have been immortalized in audio and promptly killed in audio. Um, and yeah. In addition to that, this October, we're doing a very special uh, trial run and new offer. Uh, we're going to make a big batch of acrylic pins. Uh, I'm super excited for them. And just like postcards, uh, you don't have to be a patron right now, but this October, between October 1st and 31st, make sure you sign up and you will get this one-of-a-kind pin. And I am actually excited to announce we have a design for it. It is going to be of the ever-iconic Gentleman Scholar Sea Slug, Lord Blackwood. And that is being created by Noxie Chu, who is an incredibly talented artist, uh, she streams on Twitch. Uh, you can watch her make art and listen to the show at the same time. Uh, she does some really awesome stuff. And if you're interested in checking out her other artwork, you can find her on Twitter at NoxyChu. Uh, there's a link in the description below, so make sure you check that out. And that's NoxyChu, N-O-X-Y-C-H-U. And I have one other big announcement. You might have caught it at the end of last week's credits, uh, but we are slowly working on transcripts. Uh, this is something I've wanted to do forever now, uh, and I'm sorry it's taken so long, but it is finally happening. Uh, the wonderful and the amazing Cheyenne Bramwell is helping us with that. Uh, you can find her on Twitter at Poems by Cheyenne, um, or on our website at scparchives.com. Uh, there she's listed with her bio and her Twitter handle as well. Cheyenne is helping us make transcripts for all of our episodes, uh, and I will be posting those as they're finished. Um, right now, we're going to go through Season 2, and then we'll go back and hit all of Season 1. Um, our scripts usually don't deviate from the episodes all that much, but obviously there's some things you miss, like sound effects, um, sometimes intonation of a line, and so much more. So... Thankfully, Cheyenne is helping us with all of that, and we are so grateful to have uh, two new wonderful members on our team. Uh, so thank you so much, Cheyenne and Noxichu, uh, and everyone else. Uh, of course, on that note, I do want to thank all of our wonderful patrons. And that week, <laughs> and that week, and this week, I want to give a huge shout out to Alex Lee, Alex Blumfeld, Pyro Bjarkskoller. I'm so sorry I butchered that. Uh, Han, Ganhada, Nibe, Noah Lee Powell, Nicholas Segetti, Fufflebutt, Grant Lambert, Nathaniel Henderson, and Franco. And of course, if you're interested in becoming a patron, head over to patreon.com slash scp underscore pod. Uh, enjoy the episode, guys. And uh, you'll hear from me next week. Warning. The Foundation database is classified. Unauthorized access will result in detainment. 
Within this archive, you'll find the procedures, descriptions, and accounts of the most notorious anomalies we've encountered to date. Secure. Contain. Protect. Item number, SCP-4006. Object class, Thomeo. Special containment procedures. No concrete containment procedures are necessary. Actions taken in regard to SCP-4006 should follow standard protocol for maintaining the veil. Protocol MTV-4006. Description. SCP-4006 is a probabilistic anomaly affecting the state of Massachusetts, USA. SCP-4006 works to perpetuate the idea that Massachusetts is a populated state with a government, infrastructure, economy, various population centers, etc. Due to this, the true nature of Massachusetts is entirely unknown to the public. Massachusetts has no history of human occupation. All effects of SCP-4006 are in and of themselves mundane events, though highly improbable. It is the pervasiveness and frequency of these nigh-incalculable low-probability events, and their collaboration to effectively spread misinformation about Massachusetts, that earns SCP-4006 anomalous recognition. Why several SCP Foundation researchers were immune to the effects of SCP-4006 and were able to discover it, and subsequently spread the information to others, is unclear. To better understand SCP-4006 effects, the following is a heavily abridged early history of Massachusetts. Massachusetts lacks any tribal presence. Several nations, including Britain, Portugal, Spain, and France, begin to colonize the New World, slash the Americas. Britain, knowing France's plans to claim the northernmost parts of North America, claims to have a colony further north in Jamestown, and names the faux colony Plymouth. Due to poor communication, Further colonists are led to believe that the land of Massachusetts has already been colonized. Colonists that do wish to go to Plymouth inexplicably find themselves landing further south after terrible ocean storms. Such colonists are met with other colonists who believe themselves to be further north and call the area Massachusetts. The fishing industry operates out of Rhode Island. Though fishing boats are pushed north by southern winds to the coast of Massachusetts, no boats ever land on the beaches, and no human steps foot on any land in Massachusetts. Rhode Island and Connecticut develop, unknowing of the presence of people believing to be within Massachusetts. Colonies use the same land and harvest from the same forest, but never come into direct contact with one another. Colonists believing to be from Massachusetts, hereafter referred to as SCP-4006-A, and colonists from Connecticut and Rhode Island, finally meet, but never explicitly discuss their location. SCP-4006-A assume the others they met also believe themselves to be from Massachusetts. Cities establish two or more separate governments and assume separate names. People believing themselves to be from one city or the other only meet with the police forces and only read the news pertaining to the city identity they believe to be true. The governments of each city never become aware of each other's existence and continue to function independently. The same pattern is established as the colonies of Rhode Island and Connecticut established governments while SCP-4006-A believe these governments to be their own governments. English surveillance of each colony is tricked in much the same way, incorrectly assuming they have crossed the border into Massachusetts, and only then encountering SCP-4006-A when discussing regional affairs. It is difficult to assess the history of Massachusetts' past due to SCP-4006's effects. By 1928, 
SCP-4006-A spanned the entire East Coast and several northeastern states. Concentrations were, and are still, highest in Rhode Island, Connecticut, New Hampshire, Vermont, New York, and New Jersey. The furthest west that SCP-4006-A had been identified is North Dakota. People believing themselves to be visiting any city in Massachusetts, such as Boston, will actually be in any number of other cities near Massachusetts. Such cities include New York, Philadelphia, Buffalo, and Pittsburgh. Whenever in a conversation where the name of, trivia about, or landmarks within the cities are discussed, people will only encounter others who believe themselves to be in the same city. Note that due to the scale of SCP-4006, only enough effects to communicate the nature of SCP-4006 have been recorded here. For a list of all recorded effects of SCP-4006, contact any personnel of 4-4006 clearance. Addendum 4006-1, Foundation Occupation of Massachusetts. SCP-4006's effects make Massachusetts an unusually secure location for Foundation activities. However, while SCP-4006 is currently the most powerful probability-based anomaly within the Foundation's knowledge, purview, and containment, it has been shown to be imperfect, as several Foundation scientists were able to discover the true nature of Massachusetts while researching anomalies they believed to be within Massachusetts. As such, Protocol MTV-4006 has been created. Protocol MTV-4006 is a reminder to all involved with SCP-4006 and those working in sites within Massachusetts. Do not assume that SCP-4006 will keep activity secret. Continue to take all necessary precautions to maintain the veil in the event that SCP-4006 fails to censor all information about the true nature of Massachusetts. In the name of MTV-4006, the SCP Foundation has allocated several million United States dollars a year towards creating further defenses against the public discovery of the true nature of Massachusetts. Such precautions have included setting up sites at the locations of several supposed cities, Boston, Springfield, etc., and making sites appear to satellites like normal buildings, having roads between sites mimic the publicly agreed upon roadmaps of Massachusetts. For example, the sites between Springfield and Boston use a connecting road that is technically a continuation of Highway 90, wearing mostly civilian-style clothing while wandering outside of sites. At the time of writing, all precautions have been wholly unnecessary, as SCP-4006 continues to function as expected. This fact does not diminish the Foundation's dedication to Protocol MTV-4006. Addendum 4006-1 Extension Continued Foundation Occupation of Massachusetts Sites within Massachusetts have expanded to be the five largest Foundation sites. Site 19's function as the largest collection of Foundation Level 5 personnel, Site Surveyors, HMCL Supervisors, etc., as well as the home of the Ethics Committee Board, has now been transferred to Site 4006, based at the supposed location of Boston. Many difficult-to-contain SCP objects, or objects that take up a significant amount of space to contain, have since been moved en masse to Massachusetts. Hundreds of Foundation researchers, staff, and miscellaneous personnel have migrated to Massachusetts in consequence. In light of this, several developments have been made in the name of Protocol MTV-4006, including an airport has been created by Site-4006, in mimicry of the supposed Logan International Airport, where private Foundation airplanes, disguised as commercial flights, 
may make easier commute to and from Massachusetts. Plans to create airports in several other locations in Massachusetts have been drafted. Infrastructure, mimicking real cities, have been implemented to create easy living for those within Massachusetts. All businesses have been placed in locations mimicking online maps of the cities. A more complex roadway system across Massachusetts to make for easier commute between sites and testing locations. In response to these developments, Project 4006-109, Full Realization of Massachusetts, has been proposed in hopes of creating a functioning state within the United States in which the Foundation alone may operate and accommodate for thousands of personnel. Official implementation of Project 4006-109 would begin in two years if approved. Addendum 4006-2, completion of Project 4006-109 and expanding awareness of SCP-4006. Project 4006-109 has been completed and the state of Massachusetts recreated from common public misunderstandings of its structure. All major cities and small towns have been created, infrastructure mimicked, housing populated with SCP Foundation personnel, and all major public roads created. The U.S. government has begun to treat the physical location of Massachusetts and its Foundation personnel as true citizens of Massachusetts. SCP Foundation personnel and the U.S. government have implemented a system by which only fellow Foundation personnel within the government ever preside over Massachusetts. This way, the true nature of Massachusetts continues to remain secret, while also allowing the SCP Foundation's recreation of Massachusetts to continue as a real state within the United States. Commercial flights have now been seen flying over Massachusetts and several civilian cars have passed through Massachusetts at various times. In light of this, classified Foundation activities have been further suppressed and Protocol MTV-4006 has taken even higher precedence. Testing areas above ground have been officially closed off to the public to make certain civilians passing through do not stumble upon classified materials. Several addenda have been removed due to redundancy and repetition. To view a list of removed addenda, contact any researcher of 4-4006 clearance. Addendum 4006-8, Uncertainty Regarding SCP-4006 In 2023, it has been found that fewer than 20 people believing themselves to be in Massachusetts exist outside of the state of Massachusetts, and that those that do are not under the effects of a probabilistic anomaly such as SCP-4006. Massachusetts is now more populated by normal U.S. citizens than Foundation personnel. While Massachusetts remains the largest collection of SCP Foundation assets, all sites, testing grounds, outposts, and otherwise, are hidden and contained. In light of this, three motions have been proposed. Reclassify SCP-4006 as neutralized. Reclassify SCP-4006 as explained. Keep SCP-4006 as Thumiel. The first motion argues that SCP-4006 no longer quantifiably exists. The second motion argues that while SCP-4006 was a large enough phenomenon to warrant the designation of an SCP object at the time, every individual piece of SCP-4006 was able to be explained by coincidence and science. The third motion has been put forth by the O5 Council. Level 5 clearance required to proceed. Passcode accepted. Revised SCP-4006 file accessed. Item number, SCP-4006 Object Class, Thomio Special Containment Procedures, None Applicable Description 
SCP-4006's existence is in and of itself theoretical. Proof of SCP-4006's existence or non-existence has not been concretely gathered. But due to SCP-4006's likelihood to exist, and its position as the most powerful probabilistic anomaly in existence, if it were to exist, it has been recorded as an SCP object. Evidence for SCP-4006's existence includes the public's ignorance of the true nature of Massachusetts, the public's ignorance of the true nature of the universe, the containment of over 3,000 SCP objects with breaches and secrecy being only temporary, the existence of SCP-2000 and other thomial SCP objects, the existence of SCP-3000, and the discovery of amnestic compounds in general at convenient times in the Foundation's history, Earth's dimensions being particularly disconnected and difficult to access from the rest of the multiverse, the non-existence of any powerful groups whose goals include the complete destruction of normalcy, the existence of several powerful groups whose goals include the maintenance of normalcy, the existence of the SCP Foundation. However, due to SCP-4006 only potentially existing, and evidence suggesting that if it does exist that the SCP Foundation in part perpetuates it, it is best to assume that SCP-4006 does not exist. Allowing the theory of SCP-4006's existence to perpetuate may instill a sense of apathy and meaninglessness, leading toward SCP Foundation personnel taking far greater risks than are necessary while holding the belief that SCP-4006 will cover any mistakes of theirs. SCP-4006 is the phenomenon known as the Veil. Hey everyone, it's Pacific, here with a quick ad break. Alright, that's it. Thanks for listening, and I hope you enjoy the rest of the episode. Item number. SCP-3120. Object Class. Thamuel. Special Containment Procedures. SCP-3120 is to be powered off and kept in a storage locker in the communications office of Site-81. One person in the administrative staff of each Foundation secure facility is to be granted level 5 over 3120 clearance and briefed on the properties of SCP-3120. If the conditions outlined in document 3120 Omicron are met, any person with level 5 over 3120 clearance may broadcast a 3120 Omicron signal. Document 3120 Omicron A 3120 Omicron signal may only be broadcasted if one or more Keter class subjects is in an active state of containment breach and the object class in question do not have relevant, clearly defined procedures for re-establishment of containment, and the object in question, if not immediately contained, pose a significant immediate risk to Foundation facilities and or more than one million civilians, and the person broadcasting the 3120 Omicron signal subjectively judges that information leaks caused by SCP-3120 to be less significant risks than refraining from the use of SCP-3120. If the communications office of Site-81 receives a confirmed 3120 Omicron signal, SCP-3120 is to be powered on, and a staff member with clearance of level 4 or higher is to use it as appropriate. After the threat indicated by 3120 Omicron signal is neutralized, the Foundation Memetics Department is to develop an anti-meme to the information distributed by SCP-3120. 
If disinformation campaigns are judged to be ineffective by the time the anti-meme is complete, it is to be deployed in all media markets. In particularly time-sensitive situations, for which anti-memes cannot be developed as quickly as needed, nuclear or high-yield conventional weapons may be deployed in targeted civilian population centers, only pursuant to the unanimous vote of an O5 council with a majority vote by the Ethics Committee. Description SCP-3120 is a Samsung Galaxy S7 Edge smartphone with a silver finish and English language interface. Its fingerprint recognition is apparently faulty, as any human can unlock the device with the print of a thumb or index finger. Both its lock screen and wallpaper consist of a white background with centered aerial bold text, with the lock screen reading, quote, information should be free, and the wallpaper reading, quote, intellectual property is spiritual theft. SCP-3120 is unable to receive Wi-Fi signals or cell services of any kind. It has applications installed that are consistent with the factory setting of a device of the same model, but only the phone and contacts applications can be launched. The device has only one contact saved, under the name of Help Desk. The telephone number saved with this contact is 1-218. Attempts to call this number are always successful, and result in the caller being connected to an entity designated SCP-3120-1. SCP-3120-1 has a voice described as sounding like a middle-aged woman with an accent typical of Upper Midwest. It is cooperative with any test subjects and answers questions of any nature with little or no hesitation. It is believed to have access to all information in existence, including the Foundation database, as well as other inaccessible information being held by several groups of interest, including and more. On four separate occasions, it has provided detailed and effective procedures for the containment of Keter-class breaches, saving an estimated 550 Foundation personnel, Mechanite civilians in at least 32 universes, and 17 million USD in Foundation financial resources. When SCP-3120-1 provides the caller with any information, it is also published within 24 hours in at least 29 known newspapers worldwide, as well as mentioned on at least 90 known television news stations and in numerous posts by social media accounts affiliated with those organizations. Information distribution this way is also highly resistant to all amnestics. Testing using amnestics of class V or higher has proven successful in halting the spread of the information in question, but only through the erasure of the subject's faculties of language and or extensive neurological damage. Targeted anti-memetic images, text, and audio, however, have proven effective in suppressing the information dispersed by SCP-3120. For this reason, anti-memes are given extreme preference in SCP-3120's containment procedures. SCP-3120 was surrendered to the Foundation by one Jane Doe, who claims to be the creator of SCP-3120. See Interview Log 3120-ALIF for further information. Interview Log 3120-ALIF Interviewer, Kim Duval, Deputy Director of Site-81 Communications, denoted here as K. Subject, Jane Doe, Creator of SCP-3120 denoted here as D. Begin log. Tell me again, please. We're recording now. Sure. 
I made this thing to access information. I think secrets are a kind of theft, you know? Anyway, I started to test it out. And could you please describe how you made it? I told you. It's hard to explain. I, you know, bought this phone and I made it get information. I think it's not really changing what it can do so much as taking away things it can't do. Does that make any sense? I think that's for researchers to decide. You'll be working closely with them for the foreseeable future. You could just uh, ask the help desk how I did it, you know. That might be easier. Not a secret, though. I'll pass your suggestion along. Next question. Did you intend for it to publish all this information in news media? No. I didn't even know it was happening at first. After I got here, I looked back through some old newspapers, and I'd see shit like the mass of the sun, or how old Betty White is, or whatever, in the sports section of the New York Times, or something. But I didn't know that was happening until that front page article. And which article was that? My social security number. I figured, okay, to... <laughs> the help desk can fetch me any information Google can. That was the first step. But then I decided I'd start fishing for secrets. And my SSN seemed like the place to start. Front page news, right? Right. Not only was that number front page news the next day, everyone on TV was talking about it that night. I was fucking scared, dude. I called the help desk and asked it, you know, what the fuck? What did it tell you? It told me it was doing what I designed it to. Bring secrets out into the open. And I told it, no, dumbass. I wanted to expose the fraud that the government or Wall Street or whoever was doing right now. Not publish my fucking social security number. What did it tell you? It told me, really politely too, that I was only saying that because it was my secrets being dug up. My social security number? Like, seriously? That's not even interesting enough to be news. But hey, everyone in the world learned it anyway. Finally, if you tell me again how you found the foundation. Well, I asked the help desk who to give it to, you know, to keep it safe, keep it from being misused. And it told me all about the foundation, as well as exactly how to get to Site 81, how to get in, who to give it to, with a lot of detail as well. All of that turned out to be right. And, well, sorry about the news story the next day. I'm told you drained a lot of our resources with that stunt. That's no small feat. Well, I live in a cell now, and all my friends and family think I'm dead. So, you know, I got justice, if you want to call it that. Interview Log 3120-BIT. The following is a transcript of the call between Kim Duval, denoted here as K, and SCP-3120-1, during a breach of SCP-4 from containment on 09-22-2016. Begin log. Good morning, you've reached the help desk. What do you need to know today? The entity known as SCP 
has breached containment. How can we reestablish containment with minimal casualties and drain on our resources? Okay. Just a second, please. Alrighty then, I have it here. Do you have a pen and paper? Yes, I'm ready. First, you'll want to make sure that the whole staff of Provisional Site 5-3 is blindfolded. You got that? I do. Please continue. Each of them should be assigned a zone around the site in a circle 100 meters in diameter. They should all face inwards and hold air horns. Keeping up still? Air horns, got it. The minute any of them hears a train whistle, they've got to blow the air horns as loud as they can all around the circle. You get that? Everyone has to do it once they hear the first air horn. The sound ought to scare it back into its house. Bet you didn't know it was scared of loud noises, huh? We didn't. I'll get that added to its file. Anything to keep reality from falling apart, right? Right. Thank you. I'll relay this right away. Anything else I can do for you? No. Thank you for your help. That's what I'm here for. SCP-3120-1 ends the call. Log ends. Notes. SCP-4 was successfully recontained with no casualties. Its containment procedures have been updated based on the new information provided by SCP-3120-1. An anti-meme to suppress the knowledge of SCP-4120 was perfected three weeks later, on 10-12-2016. By that time, disinformation campaigns were judged to be successful. The SCP-4120 anti-meme was not disseminated, but is still on file. Level 5 over 3120 briefing. Alivia incident. It should be noted that not every use of SCP-3120 is a success. Its file states that it has been used on four separate occasions. In reality, it is believed to have been activated 20 times or more. In June of 2018, SCP-Chai 9898 breached containment at provisional site Chai 98 in Alvea, the capital of Sweden. A person with level 5 3120 clearance broadcast a 3120 Omicron signal to attempt to re-establish containment. SCP-3120-1 informed the caller that the city Alvea was to be destroyed, along with its population of more than one million civilians. The Foundation had received accurate information from SCP-3120-1 in the past, and therefore complied. The procedures were successful, and SCP-9898 was completely neutralized. There are no known survivors from the city of Alvea. It is believed that SCP-9898 was an object capable of causing a ZK-class total reality failure scenario, but its exact nature is unknown due to widespread use of antimimetic agents in the months following this incident. During this time, the Foundation was widely known and reviled by the civilian population, as SCP-3120's properties revealed both the Foundation's existence and the fact that it had destroyed Alvea. It is assumed that the SCP object classification system was also heavily altered after this incident, as its current and better known form has only 4,000 designations and does not make use of the Greek alphabet. 
Anti-mimetic agents were also propagated among non-essential staff to suppress knowledge of the former system. As the current Level 53120 authorised person at your site, it is important to be aware of the possible consequences of the use of SCP-3120. However, some of this information is restricted outside of this briefing document. Exposure to the following anti-meme will suppress only knowledge of the existence of Alvea and some other minor details. Anti-mimetic agent G989802. Yes, please do not recall Alvea y'all all. Ya takam inte igheg Alvea tusen. Tak simikiet. Inte Alvea, not Alvea. Any questions regarding your assignment may be directed to the offices of 05-01, 04 and 08. SCP-4006 was written by Dark Stuff. Our narrator and host is John Grills. Authority was played by Russell Moore. Computer was played by Chris Hemphill. SCP-3120 was written by Canned Bread. The narrator was Pacific Esobadiah. K was played by Danielle Ellett of the Good Point Podcast. D was Tanya Miliovic. SCP-3120-1 was Addison Peacock. O5 was Karim Cronfley. Anti-meme was Atticus Jackson. Our music is composed by the incredible Tom Rory Parsons, and I'm your showrunner and sound designer, Pacific S. Obadiah. Our script curator is Jesse Hall, our transcriber Cheyenne Bramwell, and our producer is Tom Owen. This is a bloody disgusting podcast. For more information, visit bloody-disgusting.com.